Why does Comcast Business power more businesses than any other provider? It has technology solutions that put you ahead, like the fastest reliable network and serious savings. Whether your small business is starting or growing, you need Comcast Business. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. To me, the whole thing with the finger under between the legs, antiquated. Archaic. I mean, the whole thing is freaking silly. Felger and Mass, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook on 98.5, the Sports Hub. Here's the other side of it. And this was an issue earlier in the season. It came to a head when Mac Jones was injured. He had that ankle sprain he suffered against the Ravens, and he missed time. And there was some tension within the organization, specifically coming from Mac Jones, that he was ready to go. Bailey Zappi was playing. There was that group of Patriots fans that was rallying around Bailey Zappi. And at the core of that consternation was the simple fact that Mac Jones isn't thrilled with Josh McDaniels being the offensive coordinator last year when he was a rookie and Mac Jones developing very quickly as an NFL quarterback. And now Mac Jones is stuck with the combo platter of former defensive coordinator turned head coach turned jack-of-all-trades in New England, Matt Patricia calling the plays, and Joe Judge, former special teams coach, turned head coach, turned quarterbacks coach, being responsible for the position. It isn't conducive, Peter, to your point, to the development that Mac Jones needs. He got a glimpse of what it's like last year with Josh McDaniels. Now he feels like, I believe, based upon the things I've heard, and it's, it had gone away but I think it's going to come back. It's obviously bubbled up to the surface during the game, and, and he was more candid about it after the game than he's ever been candid about anything at a press conference. There's frustration there, and they're going to have to do something after the season. They've got to do something. Hey, Mike Florio. Okay, there's a groundswell there. And it's all sort of pointing to Matt Patricia. It really obviously is, should be pointing to Bill Belichick. Uh, yeah, just like, well, I mean, this is now, if it doesn't get any better in these final five weeks, and the season, you know, still has time left for them to do something, it will be up there with Andy Reid's decision to make offensive line coach Juan Castillo his defensive coordinator. And it was a complete disaster that ended up costing Andy Reid his job in, in Philadelphia ultimately. It's just, it's the same thing. Are you starting to feel bad for Matt Patricia? Well, uh, you know, a little, yes. I mean, look, this isn't, it's not his fault totally. Well, that, I mean, I will say, here's what you wrote. Okay. I, I feel bad for Patricia a little bit, but I don't. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> explain. Uh, Could, couldn't have said it better myself, frankly. Yes. Uh, sorry. Can I don't have it in front of me. Can you just read what <laughs> I had a quote in there? I, this happens to Maz sorry. all the time. Yeah. What did I say? What did I write? What's my take? It was a good take. It's like I got to read it back to you. I feel bad for Patricia a little bit, but I don't. I'm sure, mister, I have six rings. You guys haven't won crap. I'm going to show you efforts how it's done. Thought he had his bleep. Heard an old saying once, probably from my dad. You can only do what you know, but just remember what you don't know. Patricia should have declined. You have to translate that. He's, well, he, he, he should have. You you have to you have to be man enough and smart enough to Patricia say, does Patricia does or you know anybody to 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 acknowledge what you don't know. He's underqualified okay? for that. He should have said, "Bill, I really appreciate it, and it means a lot to me that the confidence that you show in me." But 
I don't think that I can be successful in this job, and I want you to be as successful as, as possible. I, I think we should entertain other options. He should have known, but this is the same guy who thinks the Malcolm Butler interception was his <laughs> was his play. So they're all guilty of the same arrogance and overconfidence, yeah. and they all underestimated just how complex offenses are and how unique offenses are. And just because you can coach defense doesn't mean you can coach offense or vice versa. They all made the same mistake. They all underestimated it. And just the genesis of it. I mean, you know, one of the bedrocks of this franchise and why it became so good was Bill put the player, looked at the player and knew exactly how to best put them in position to succeed and also to minimize their weaknesses. And these guys, obviously, when Matt Patricia and Joe Judge got a hold of this offense, they didn't give one second thought about what is best for the quarterback, which is what's best for us and, and the offense. They just said, these are, what the, these are the things that we think we need to do. And Mike Lombardi's talked about it. You know, after he saw them in Las Vegas with that practice in the preseason, he talked about, like, you know, at some point, you know, all these guys come in with ideas. But somebody needs to tell them, like, no, these are the wrong ideas. Like, we don't need ideas. We need to figure out, all right, what do we do well? Do that better. And what do we stink at and do that better? And they didn't do that. They just said, this is what I think. Even though I have no experience doing this whatsoever, this is what I think we need to do to be an offense. And nobody stopped to ask, is this best for Mac Jones and the offense? Okay, uh, let's I don't feel bad for him at all. You can tell. Oh, I'm a rocket science. I'll be able to figure this out. Figure this out. F him. They all had the same arrogance, yeah. the same overconfidence. As I said before, they all underestimated just how complex offense is and how different it is. And they all got it wrong. All of them. All right. Rifle through your calls. I know you've been waiting patiently, but please do your best to be quick. Frank in West Roxbury, go. Hey, I don't think Belichick. He's going to be in a real jam at the end of this year. If he gets rid of. Patricia, that's like his son. He's basically going to be pointing the finger at him. He's going to ruin his whole career. So he's kind of stuck with him. I don't. I don't think he's going to. No matter what happens, I think he's staying. Okay. Well, he was here anyways. For the he's staying in some regard. I mean, I don't think Patricia's going to go somewhere else. But you know, I mean, Bill will massage it. Bill will if they if Bill O'Brien is available and Bill O'Brien does want to come back and they do bring back Bill O'Brien, Bill will spin it that. This was the plan all along, and I didn't want to violate the confidence of Nick Saban, and we have an agreement. You know what? I'm not going to say all these things publicly, right. but you know he'll have an out that said there were other factors involved that precluded us from making the move immediately, and this was always the plan, and Matt is... And people will eat it up, even of, though it's not true. Of course. Chess checkers, Bill, this was always the plan. I mean, when Bill screws right. something up and changes, it's always... <laughs> Fans always yeah. are eager to buy that. Oh well, this was the plan all along. Yeah, this was the yeah this was the third reset year after Brady, and it was all part of his plan. And now you know now they're going to get back Billy O'Brien, and now they got cap space, and they're going to they're going to kick ass now. Like, come on, no. What I'm hoping, and I hope you know what he said to Shaughnessy before the season. I hope it's a precursor that he said you know if it doesn't work, blame me. If Bill is honest. You know, don't say this was the plan or anything like that. Come out and say, I made the decision. It was wrong. It 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 wasn't Matt's fault. It wasn't Joe's fault. I did it. And we're going to make an adjustment here. And, I, you know, likely Matt Patricia stays as probably assistant head coach slash offensive line coach, which I think he would have been fine at. If he was just the offensive line coach, I think he would have been good at it. I do. Because I do think he's a good football coach. 
at the end of the day. And maybe not a good, you know, offensive coordinator or even defensive coordinator. But um, I, I think that he could do that job. And also, you know, he'll probably do some front office stuff for Bill again. And Joe Judge might go to back to special teams or something like that. Like, I think I just hope Bill owns it and just doesn't sidestep it like he has everything else the last three years. I'm not going to hold my breath on that. Wayne and Yarmouth, go, please. You know, with all that's been established uh, relative to coaching and the offense and so forth, and we know there's not going to be any changes that will happen before the end of the year, aren't we left with Mac taking over himself? And do you guys think he's got it in him to do it? No. Mac no, Jones taking over an offense? And, no. Tom Brady can't even do it. Right. I mean, and he's, I was just going to say, if there's anyone who can, it's Brady. But it, no, it's just gotten way too – this isn't like Bart Starr calling his own plays. Mm-hmm. It's just gotten – I mean, I, Brady did for the Bucs. Yeah, but, I mean, well, I don't know, Greg. Did he or did he No, not? I'm not going back to this. No, just stop. Let's move on. Keep going. I but, promise you my intel is better than yours. <laughs> <laughs> Do we want to go any further with this? No. Uh, I mean, look, if anyone can, it's Brady, but hardly anyone else. No, but the thing is, is like, you know, yes, Brady can have influence and Brady can say, I want to run this and I want to do that. Let's call this and call his own place and stuff like that. But somebody needs to grind the film and all that stuff. It's, it's not, I mean, Brady certainly does his part, but you know, there's a lot there and you know, this isn't, you know, everyone was like, oh, well, Bill called plays in 1995 for the Browns Yeah, and sucked at it. Yeah. And they had like 12 plays. Exactly. Like it is so different now. It's not even close. But it's people a different said this. World. Like people said, well, Mac Jones is his brain is a supercomputer. So this is the this is their hedge. This is why they can get away with new coordinators because they have Mac Jones and he's so smart. It's like God. And what and what I said at the time was, you have no idea how hard Mac Jones had to be coached last year, and you know how much work had to go into it. And there's there's a reason why they were so conservative on offense for so long with a rookie quarterback. And he's he's no different than any other rookie quarterback. Okay, 10 questions with Bedard right after this. Football season is here. So if you're looking for a place to stop before the game or for your next viewing party, check out the team at Apotho Therapeutics in Plainville. They have the lowest prices and the best variety of cannabis products in the area. Your customer-friendly shopping experience begins as soon as you step into their clean, beautiful, modern store. You'll be greeted by a knowledgeable staff who will educate you on their full line of cannabis products. And unlike other dispensaries, all prices include taxes. So what you see is what you pay. Apotho Therapeutics is less than 10 minutes from Gillette Stadium. So make them part of your game day festivities. Visit Apotho Therapeutics today, 119 Washington Street, Route 1 in Plainville. Please consume responsibly. This product may cause impairment and may be habit-forming. There may be health risks associated with consumption of this product. This product has not been analyzed or approved by the Food and Drug Administration. There is limited information on the side effects of using this product, and there may be associated health risks. Marijuana use during pregnancy and breastfeeding may pose potential harms. It is against the law to drive or operate machinery when under the influence of this product. Keep this product away from children. There may be health risks associated with the consumption of this product. Marijuana can impair concentration, coordination, and judgment. The impairment effects of edible marijuana may be delayed by two hours or more. In case of accidental ingestion, contact Poison Control Hotline at 1-800-222-1222 or 911. This product may be illegal outside of Massachusetts. Massachusetts State License Number MR282388. The holiday season is in full swing. As you plan time with family and friends, there might be someone you can't be with, but who's close to your heart? Show them how much you're thinking of them with one-of-a-kind flowers and gifts from 1-800-Flowers.com. From blooms and bites to festive decor and party essentials, 1-800-Flowers.com has everything you need to express and connect for the holidays, birthdays, or every day. Shop 1-800-Flowers.com stream today. 
Stuck in traffic? You've got Felger and Matt. I want to vomit. It's just hard figuring out which one is worse. I, I'm not ready to answer that question. Now more Felger and Mass. 98.5 The Sports Hub. You want the answer? You've got to ask the question. Do you have an opinion based on if you had to go with your gut, what, which way it would go? Uh, Sometimes you have to ask it over and over and over again. Why, 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 why? This is 10 Questions with Greg Bedard and Felger and Mass on 98.5 The Sports Hub. All right, that time of the week, 10 Questions with Bedard. 10 Questions, 10 minutes. Uh, it's also brought to you by Awaken 180. Okay, so I have to be on time. What are our buzzer options there, Jimmy? Hey, it's Big Jim Money. Um, money. Yeah, maybe I'll get into gambling more. Yeah, it's Big Jim Money here with the money report. <laughs> hey, I like that, Jim. Next. I want you to answer a couple questions. No, just one, Bob. Just one. <sighs> <laughs> Poor Bob. Qu- Got to be quick on this show. Next. He went to the Pro Bowl last year. Oh, oh so what? Please, Stop. that's so fake because other please. guys bowed out or were injured. Pro Bowl. Nice little dog pile there. Mini dog pile. <laughs> Next. Last one. Celts win last night in Brooklyn after falling Friday night at home to Miami. Any Celtics thoughts at this hour, guys? Look, I'm glad they lost one. <laughs> <laughs> that sums it up right there perfectly. Hit it. He went to the Pro Bowl last year. Oh, so what? Please, Stop. that's so fake because other Please. guys bowed out or were injured. Pro Bowl. Number 10, give me your assessment of Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now. How do you feel about them? I haven't watched them a ton, but it sure seems like it's basically just Tom Brady. It's the whole team. Hey, last night, that comeback was hilarious. They were dead in the water for 54 minutes. Even you had pretty much given up hope. But he comes back in that last couple of minutes. They win it, so shame on me for doubting them. But them, I still think they stink, and I still think they're going to struggle to win that division. I think they're going to lose their next two games at the Niners and at home against the Bengals. Okay. Does their defense stink? It's not been great. It's not been in what it's been the last couple of years. Okay. What he's throwing to, to me, does interest me. Like, I, I don't know the guys. Like, I... Like, I, I, I know maybe it's a number thing, but I think even Julio Jones had a hard time recognizing. Well, yeah, because he wears six. But he made a great – now that I – you know, that said, he made a great catch on that final drive. Yeah, down the left sideline. Down there. the left sideline. Yeah. He bailed Tom out on that. But No, every time you look up, it's like, who's Kate Otten? It's right. Like, who, yeah. who are these effing guys? That running back that he threw the game-winning touchdown pass to? Um, Brady. But still, you give him the ball with the game on the line, and that's Tom Brady. Some just amazing to see. I haven't come off my prediction. They will win their playoff. They will make the playoffs. They will win their home playoff game, and they'll be in the divisional game. And we'll go from there. They might even win it. But they'll have a chance to win that divisional game. That's where Tom Brady's going to be. Next. Celts win last night in Brooklyn after falling Friday night at home to Miami. Any Celtics thoughts at this hour, guys? Look, I'm glad they lost one. Number nine. <laughs> What would the Patriots record be? There's a poll question today on Zolak and Bertrand. I don't know what those results were, but what would I'll ask it to you, Greg? What would the Patriots record be this year if Tom Brady were their quarterback? With different offensive coaches. And there's no way. Same offensive coaches. Oh, well, I was going to say, let me give my first answer. With different offensive coordinators, because there's no way Brady would have entertained this. Not in a million years. Nine and three. He would have swung the Ravens game the Packers game, and the Vikings game. See, I say two more wins. They would have won the Packers game and the, the Vikings game, so eight and four. I'd give them Baltimore, too. They moved the ball in Baltimore as it was with Mac Jones. The defense sucked that in that second and, half, though. It might be a difference of three wins. What were the poll results, Jimmy? Uh, 1,635 votes to the Zolak and Bertrand Twitter page. Uh, Nine-plus wins had 40%. 
Eight and four had 41%. Uh, seven and five had 14%. And six and six had 3%. Yeah, they're not the same. They're better. I mean, they're just, mm-hmm. I mean, categorically better. Next. Hey, it's Big Jim Money. Um, money. Yeah, maybe I'll get into You're gambling so more. Yeah, it's Big Jim Money here with the money report. Number eight, if you were the Niners, would you do anything drastic at quarterback? Baker Mayfield's available. Ryan Fitzpatrick is sitting there on the on, on the desk. Blake Bortles, is he available? Colin he retired, Ka- actually. Well, okay, well, yeah. bring him out of retirement. Colin Kaepernick, would you do anything, Greg, like that? The only guys that I don't want Mayfield, he stinks now. Um, I, I would pick him up for depth, but the only guys I would consider, I think, are Fitzpatrick and Alex Smith. I think, you know, he has some familiarity with that scheme. He's a little athletic. Just dink and dunk. He's a facilitator. I think he'd be a good fit for those guys. Given the options, I say no. You forgot Cam Newton, too. Don't forget he's still I out there. I purposely didn't yeah. put him on the list. But no, I stick with Brock Purdy, and I, I don't love how he throws, but he knows Shanahan's system, so stick with what works. Next. He went to the Pro Bowl last year. Oh, so what? Please, that's so fake because other guys bowed out or were injured. Pro Bowl. Who do you like in the NFC right now then, Greg, after the Garoppolo injury? I had the 49ers before the injury, but now the Eagles. I think that their offensive and defensive lines, now that they're getting people back like uh, Davis, the rookie just came back. They got Sue. I think they signed somebody else uh, on the defensive line. They dominate the lines. And then you add in all their speed and weapons on both sides of the ball. The Eagles are pretty good. Eagles, I liked them in the conference championship game before the season started, and they've kind of exceed, exceeded expectations. I think they're the most complete team in the conference, so Philly. Me, me too, and I think they're going to have that number one seed, the bye, home games. Like I, I think it's all lined up for them. I think it is the Eagles conference. Next. I want you to answer a couple questions. No, just one, Bob, just one. <sighs> I ask this question every time it comes Love up. As, Bob. I ask this question every time it comes up, as it did again this weekend in New York. Should there be tie games in the NFL? And if not, what's the best way to end a game? I'm fine with ties. I like the way that it is. I would think about extending it to a whole nother quarter. I know that, I mean, is five minutes really going to make that much of a difference? You know, as far as injuries, like that's the reason why they keep it at 10, but I'm fine where it is. No, eliminate ties. And here's what you do. You eliminate the clock in OT, first team to six wins. So whether that's two field goals or a touchdown, that's how you do it. Oh, I don't hate that. I don't hate that one bit. I was going to say no ties. You only play 17 freaking games. I, I can handle ties in hockey or soccer or something like that. I think baseball should have ties. You play a million games. Fine. When you play 17 games, there should be no ties. I would say after 10 minutes, go to the two-point conversions like they do in college. Like just, you know, know. Yeah. Like, but I don't mind. That's not a bad one, Murray. No, I, I'm fine with the ties because it exposes the coaches in this league. Like that, they, well, playing true. the six it, it takes does them out. I mean, Dayball passed on a fourth and three, I think, at midfield yeah, yeah. towards the end of that overtime. He chickened out. He took the tie. You're right. He, they should have to answer for that. You do see who the pusses are. Yep. That is a benefit to it. All right, next. Hey, it's Big Jim Money. Um, money. Yeah, maybe I'll get into gambling more. Yeah, it's Big Jim Money here with a money report. All right, for those of you watching the in-season hard knocks on the Arizona Cardinals, tool bag question. Who's the biggest tool bag on the show? Well, there are a lot of them. There are a lot of candidates, but I got to go with Cliff Kingsbury. I mean, the way he talks in front of the team, like he doesn't he doesn't know how to command a room. He doesn't know how to linger on certain things. You could just see them like tuning him out from the get-go. He's, it, to me, it's Kingsbury. Oh, I think it's Cl- Kingsbury, and it's not particularly close. Just in the first episode, he's showing off his fancy house, and there's this big lion picture that he paid God knows oh, what yeah. for, and he just points to it and goes, 
kind of says it all, doesn't it? And you're like, oh, you're just such a tool. <laughs> and like Greg said, too, with each passing episode, you can tell these guys don't take him seriously. No. They've completely tuned him out. Next. Celts win last night in Brooklyn after falling Friday night at home to Miami. Any Celtics thoughts at this hour, guys? Look, I'm glad they lost one. <laughs> How do you feel about the pushing the pile quarterback sneaks that have become increasingly popular across the league? I'm pretty sure you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Quarterback starts to sneak. Multiple players come in behind him and push him forward through the pile. This is becoming more and more across the league. Should they be illegal? Absolutely, they should be illegal. I hate them. And I think they're starting to game plan, like devise plays where there's enough blockers from behind now. This is dumb. They need to outlaw this stuff. No, I love them because I think they're funny looking because it's like fat guy bullying. You're going to bully you forward, my big belly. Like, I, I kind of like them. I think they absolutely positively should be outlawed. And they're going to be. The reason I asked this is because Peter King put it in his column. Oh, he did. It's about- going to be on the... The list this offseason. He thinks the competition committee is going to outlaw them as they should. It's gotten silly, and it's just rugby. Gonna get, yeah, it's going to right. It's it's not even football or the football we know. Anyway, next. He went to the Pro Bowl last year. Oh, That's so what? Please, Stop. that's so fake. Because other please. guys bowed out or were injured. Pro Bowl. Rank them. The St. Louis. I'm sorry. The New Orleans Saints black helmets last night. The Atlanta Falcons red helmets on Sunday. Or the red stripe down the middle of the Cowboys helmets that they had on Sunday night. Rank them. I love the Falcons red helmets. Love them. Number one by far. I don't like the Saints black helmet. I I just like the gold. Just leave it. And then the Cowboys won the red stripe. That was just stupid. Uh, I say Saints number one. I kept looking at those last night. I'm like, these things are the balls. There was a little bit of matte. Anything matte I like. Uh, So I go Saints one, Falcons two because they are sharp. And Cowboys precipitous drop off to them. You don't add anything to that helmet. It was red, white, and blue. It wasn't just a red stripe. What was what was the meaning behind that? I hated it. I disagree. I think that that red stripe was freaking nails. <laughs> I loved that thing. That was cool. And I don't even know. I It, it had to be salute to service or something? Or, is that, or is that month over? I, I don't even know what it is. All right. That's November. I don't know what the hell they did. I mean, I'll take a quick Google search. We'll find out why. I don't care why. I thought that was nifty. Oh, I like that. But it's not the Atlanta one was number one. That's the only thing I'll put Atlanta number one in anything. Those red helmets, ooh, those were sharp. That was a nice look. Those, so I go Atlanta helmet, cowboy helmet, and Saints helmet. But I'll tell you what, all three, all three worked. I think all three were excellent looks. It was their salute to service helmet. Yeah. There you go. Next. I want you to answer a couple questions. No, just one, Bob, just one. <sighs> <laughs> Who is your favorite St. Louis Cardinal of all time? Stump Mitchell. Oh, great one. guy. Great, Great one. running back. Yes. I mean, I know you meant the football team, so that's before my time, so I went with the baseball team, Vince Coleman. No, I'm not talking like Jack <laughs> Clark. Like, no, no, no. Um, you, you don't remember Roy Green? No. You don't remember, remember this is before your time, Murray? Yeah. Roy Green was a receiver. I think he also played defensive back. Wasn't like he one of those two-way players back then? You remember Neil Lomax and Roy Green yeah. and that? Lomax was on my list. Yeah. And so was Ron Wolfley, who had now the Cardinals uh, – Color guy who goes nuts during the game. Okay, so like it was, it's really uh, St. Louis is that one market that just does not give two poops about football. It's so odd. It's like it's definitely a baseball town, but at least the other baseball towns like New York or whatever they can support other teams. They EJ, like EJ Junior. They like Freddie football. Jordan. St. Louis could give two poops mm-hmm. about the sport of football. It's just amazing. All right, last one. Hey, it's Big Jim Money. Um, money. 
And maybe I'll get into gambling more. Yeah, it's Big Jim Money here with the Money Report. All right, guys, are you used to the 17-game schedule yet? Or do you still yearn for the days of 16 games? How do you feel about it now? I'm used to it. I still want a second bye week uh, for the teams, but I also like how they've gotten the the international games involved where it's, you know, if you have a home game, an extra home game that year, some of them are, are overseas. I like it. Used to it, and I hate it. Uh, it's helped promote too much parity, and it lends to too many injuries. I absolutely hate it. Okay. I like it. I love it, in fact. And I'm ready for that 18th game, which is coming at some point in our lifetime. 20 weeks, two buys, 18 games. Get ready for it. And uh, they can absolutely handle it. Within uh, you, you hardly even notice it now. You'll notice it less and less as we go forward to the point where they're going to even add another game on. And I'm all for it. All right, that concludes 10 questions. Back to your calls with Bedard right after the update. Look, I'm glad they lost. The holiday season is in full swing. As you plan time with family and friends, there might be someone you can't be with, but who's close to your heart? Show them how much you're thinking of them with one-of-a-kind flowers and gifts from 1-800-Flowers.com. From blooms and bites to festive decor and party essentials, 1-800-Flowers.com has everything you need to express and connect for the holidays, birthdays, or every day. Shop 1-800-Flowers.com stream today. Come one, shop all at the JCPenney Friends and Family Sale. Through Wednesday, use your 30% off coupon inside the JCP app and shine on with up to 60% off diamond solitaires and studs. Plus, get carried away with up to 70% off luggage from Samsonite, American Tourister, Skyway, and more. Anyone shops, everyone saves. We got your holiday. JCPenney. Offers valid on select items through 12-7. Offers reflect after coupon savings. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. I'm just sort of painting a picture. Um, be -do -be -do -be -do. Felger. I love the guy. Did they take him in the back room? Um, be -do -be -do -be -do. The sports side. Here's the snap. Brady dropping, looking. Brady throws. Caught ball. It's caught. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Rashad White. Rashad White. Touchdown, Buccaneers. Fire the cannons. Bucks tie the game at 16. Brady with a dart. And Rashad White finishes. Tackle made. Game over. Tampa Bay Buccaneers have swept the Saints. For just the third time in franchise history, and Logan Ryan finishes the deal with the tackle. Fire the cannons, folks. You saw a good one. You saw a great one. And the greatest of all time delivers. Thank you, Tom Brady. Thank you, Bucks. Go home happy fans in red. Oh, it's another kick in the hog, isn't it, Murray? Gene Decker. I'm all, I'm all horned up. Keep firing him. Fire him. Keep firing Fire him. You didn't see a good one. You saw a good, like, last few minutes. That game was wretched for 54 effing minutes last night. Oh, my God. But doesn't that say it all? That Tampa team has all sorts of issues. Not a great team. Definitely not a great year. Brady wasn't good. Like, again, I'm big on my take. He's going to be, he's going to win the uh, the wild card game. He'll be in the divisional game. Chance to go to a conference title game. Like, I haven't come off that. The, over the first three quarters, I... Sailing them high, ducking out oh of my contact. God. I was texting me and Gaspar like two uh, two teen girls texting back and forth. <laughs> Can you believe this? I can't believe this. This looks so horrible. He looks horrible. Sailing. This is what it's become. Blah blah blah. Seriously, it was like, bad. Inaccurate. Yeah. You know, like I, I still thought think he has his accuracy. I think he's you know like he's gotten a little gun shy in the uh, more than a little gun shy in the pocket at times. That started here. Like there's some things where he's may maybe have trailed off here or there, but I, I still always sort of put on him that he's accurate. He wasn't accurate last night. No. Oh, but for Pete's sake. But when he smells blood in the water like oh, that. Oh, 
he's so just... I was in with BST with you last night when that when the Saints couldn't pick up that third and thirteen. And uh, Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill dropped, dropped it. it. Yeah. That's what I was like, oh, holy crap. Here this we is go. probably going to happen again, isn't it? And oh, it sure as hell did. As soon as he smells it, he <laughs> wins. Winner. Those of you who think that the winner moniker is like overrated or some corny, not, not with this guy, it's not. He just, the dude knows how to win in that sport. And then he closed it twice. Don't forget that, too. Oh. So, touchdown, and then a stupid flag for holding, which I know it was holding, but I wouldn't throw it there. Not Murray, it lead. was blatantly holding. Reward the exciting play. I wouldn't throw that flag. Blatantly holding. Son of Hockley throws the holding flag, so I'm like, okay, here we go. Nope. Still, I'm not going to kill you again, Saints. I got another opportunity. I have to do it again? Fine. I'll do it again. And I'll tell you, I was bitching at the time. I thought they mismanaged their timeouts. Even after the holding call, he throws short, get out of bounds. Now there's eight seconds left, and they have a timeout in their pocket. I'm like, you've just, you should have had more time on the clock here. You've, you're going to go, you're going to leave the game with the timeout in your pocket, which they did. But I think on that last play, it came into play because Brady was okay throwing short of the end zone. He knows that if his guy gets tackled just short, they have time. Bang, bang the timeout, and you get one more play, which is why throwing underneath there was the right play because they were protected with that timeout. Just perfect, ideal game management. Don't let Brady be close in these games. Any of you NFC teams, Dallas, you go in there for that playoff game, whoever's going in there, don't let it be close. Don't let him smell it. He'll beat you. You mean uh, they had a timeout left? They didn't burn it? They didn't burn two timeouts to get one yard on a quarterback? No, isn't that funny how that Mm. interesting? Interesting. Two timeouts for one yard at the end of that half? Hmm. Sort of funny how that works. Funny, interesting. And and also funny how, you know, if the Patriots just would have kicked a field goal, if they would have went for it on fourth down with 12 minutes left and kicked a field goal, they would have been down two touchdowns with about eight minutes left, sort of like how Brady was. But somebody punted. So anyway, that was uh, quite a thing last night. Further, again, further just... You know, rubbing your nose in the dirt. Well, a lot of primetime-related things have to rub Robert Kraft the wrong way. You know, his team gets waxed. They don't really even try. They just try not to lose last Thursday night. That happens last night in primetime. Well, hold on. And, and then between... they get the other one taken away from them, Greg. So how do you think Robert feels about that, that that game gets flexed out against the Raiders? I was just going to say, so, you know, you turtle on national TV last week to the point where the networks now look at you and say, we don't want you on national TV next week. And in between, little sandwich is Brady once again dangling his uh, his his manhood all over New England, reminding you of what you once had. So, like that, to put that all in a package. How does ownership view all that? It can't be feel very good. I mean, they they had a chance to be between the Thursday night game, the Monday night game, and Sunday night football. Right. That's a lot of exposure for Robert on camera. And who knows, maybe he would have been in the mix for, say, a pregame interview or something like that. Like, I I could have seen, depending on how things went in Arizona, uh, Robert perhaps angling, like, you know, an interview to be asked about questions about this year. But now that's gone. It's It has to be stunning for him. And I'm sure it doesn't sit good with him that all of a sudden, like, they take off. And I, I don't know why they did it. I still think Patriots-Raiders is a compelling game between, you know, their the whole McDaniels Belichick thing, and also, uh, you know, the Patriots. Even they're like the Yankees. Like even when they're bad, people want to tune in. You know, it, whether they're good or bad, the Patriots because they're the evil empire. People want to see it, and to to opt out for a game where the two two teams just tied, and it's Taylor Heineke and Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. Ha! 
What a slap in the schmenzer that Seriously. was. But I mean, and I, you know what? I agree. I don't know if it's the right call or not. I'm really more just fixated on NBC thought it was. And what does that say about you? And how does Robert feel about that? That his brand being diminished to the point where they'd rather have Tyler, Taylor? Taylor. Taylor Henneke. Heineke. <laughs> Heineke. He doesn't even know the guy's name. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That dude. And the franchise that probably, if they could excommunicate from the league, if yep. they could relegate tomorrow, they'd relegate. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the last team they want to elevate. Yep. And they'd still rather have that team, their center stage, than you. That, that's a tough pill. They're basically saying the Patriots are played out. Final so played. Lo- final thoughts with Bedard and your calls right after this in our long commercial-free segment. And, oh, I'll have a giveaway. Something free for you, which I know that you like. Hi, this is William Casotas, CEO of Lazy River Products, Massachusetts' premier fully integrated cannabis retailer and manufacturer in Dracut. Easily accessible off of Route 93, 495, and Route 3. We carry only the highest quality cannabis products available today, from the perfect flower to the tastiest edibles, vapes, and other cannabis concentrates. Lazy River Products has it all. Whether you be a seasoned cannabis connoisseur or someone who is just coming back into the market, our knowledgeable staff will help find the right product for you. True craft quality cannabis has finally arrived in Massachusetts. Visit LazyRiverProducts.com, and as always, our pricing includes the tax. Please consume responsibly. This product may cause impairment and may be habit-forming. For use only by adults 21 years of age or older, out of reach of children. This product has not been analyzed or approved by the Food and Drug Administration. There is limited information on the side effects of using this product, and there may be associated health risks. Marijuana use during pregnancy and breastfeeding may pose potential harms. It's against the lot of drive or operate machinery when under the influence of this product. Keep this product away from children. There may be health risks associated with the consumption of this product. Marijuana can impair concentration, coordination, and judgment. The impairment effects of edible marijuana may be delayed by two hours or more. In case of accidental ingestion, contact the Poison Control Hotline at 1 800 222 1222 or 911. This product may be illegal outside of Massachusetts. Massachusetts State License Number MR282562. Come one, shop all at the JCPenney Friends and Family Sale. Through Wednesday, use your 30% off coupon inside the JCP app and shine on with up to 60% off diamond solitaires and studs. Plus, get carried away with up to 70% off luggage from Samsonite, American Tourister, Skyway, and more. Anyone shops, everyone saves. We got your holiday. JCPenney. Offers valid on select items through 12-7. Offers reflect after coupon savings. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. Exactly what was it you heard? It's Belger and Matt. 98.5 The Sports Hub. Look, we're not going to go to the, you know, wishbone offense here. We're not going to run the beer. Defensively, we're not going to change into a, you know, run some other team's defense or whatever. That's, yeah, major changes, like, yeah, absolutely. It would be, we wouldn't be able to practice it. Would changing, making a change of play caller qualify? Yeah. But again, the system that we have in place, I feel good about. So, which includes the offensive staff, it includes me, it includes, you know, whatever the whole process is. Yeah. And on defense, on offense, on special teams. Okay, that's Belichick today. Following up on some comments of his yesterday. And not surprising, I, you know, and I agree, it's too late to make any substantive changes to the offense, even the play caller, because they can't really change the plays. Even something as simple as what they used to do, as Greg pointed out, throw the fullback in there and just start running behind Devlin or Jakob Johnson. Like, that used to work, and they can't even do that. Oh, by, and oh, by the way, uh, Greg, what happened to those uh, heavy three-receiver sets with little Jordan Humphrey that they used to run behind? What? What happened to that bright idea? 
Uh, they released him. So they don't even. They, not only do they not use that anymore, they release a player that they did it with. So it like, but what they got is what they got. They can change the play caller, but then what's he doing? All he all he's doing is reordering the same group of crappy plays. Now, nothing's going to change, nor should it really at this point. But you were on that little Jordan thing a little while back when they cut him. You said this was going to be a bad move. Well, I I ranted even before they cut him. I just got sick of watching it, and my argument was: this is what you get when defensive coaches are calling offense. You know, they think that what they've done on defense, having these little special packages to win in the margins, like we're going to, this is, we're just going to, it is going to cost them a few yards, a few points, and that's going to be the difference in the game. That's not how offense works. That's how defense works. On offense, they're putting a guy on the field that they wouldn't throw to when they can't throw in their own offense. It was utterly ridiculous. And at least at some point in time, they acknowledge, what the hell are we doing? This is stupid. This was a stupid idea. Let's stop doing it. And they finally did. Not that it's gotten any better. So anyway, I, I of course, there's no changes. What changes could there be at this point? But the thing about it, I feel good. Uh, the system we have, the staff we have, including me, I feel good about. All right, so there's a dreaded vote of confidence. Uh, we'll see what happens in the offseason. I think we're all under the understanding changes are going to be made in the offseason. What does that mean for the rest of this year, Greg? Where do you think they stand? Because clearly the players are not bought in. Clearly, there's a, a crisis of confidence inside that locker room with their most important player in Mac Jones. What does it mean going forward this year? Well, it depends, you know, on if they win any games. I mean, if they lose this game against Arizona, I mean, look out below. I mean, I heard Gasper talking about like, oh, the you know, the trip out west will be good for them. Yeah, if they if they beat Arizona. If they lose against Arizona and now all of a sudden those guys, and basically they're out of the playoffs at that point, not technically, but those guys realize, they look at their schedule down the stretch. They realize how the Raiders have turned their season around and they're playing better. You know, all of a sudden now they're stuck in Arizona together for a week before playing out the string. That's when guys start making offseason plans and it gets worse. So I absolutely think it has a chance to go from bad to worse. They have to win this game, like in so many ways. For but morale. They, for just for morale. If, they, if this goes off the rails... Uh, against the Cardinals team, and the Cardinals are coming off a bye. You're coming off a mini bye. The Cardinals are talented, but they're a they're a train wreck. They their offensive line coach got you know fired after groping, reportedly groping someone. I'm sorry, in Mexico. Murray, Murray made a hand gesture doing what? Grabbing, you know, squeezing the Charmin. Yeah, when they were down in Mexico, you go. He was he got caught grabbing ass. <laughs> Proceed, please keep going. Uh, I mean, they have talent on both sides of the ball. So, and plus, Kyler Murray now. With a with a bye week, his hamstring, which he was out for a couple games with, and you know, yes, he does have issues, and I don't think the team follows him, and I think he's all about himself. But man, when he has the ball in his hands against this slow run, ass defense, run around and make plays. Oh yeah, and just single handedly ruin your night. That's what he did against the Raiders early in the season. He ran about around six plays. Yeah. He just pulled out of his rear end. Yeah. Or else that would be another win for them. All the Raiders had to do was get one stop. They couldn't tackle the guy. He's running all over the place on two different two down convert uh, second, uh, two point conversions, and you know him against this slow defense, which is still slow. A year later, uh, I'd be worried. And then the whole thing about being out there, like usually, it can be a, a bonding opportunity, and you come together. And but it can go the other way. And I, I also, I just, I can't help but harken back to they've already done this. Remember how they spent the first week in Miami before that Dolphins game? Oh, yeah, right. And they had to practice at that Fercata uh, High school temporary field. It wasn't even a football field. 
with the temporary goalposts and the planes landing over Belichick's head and everything. It's like, hey, Vey, what are they doing here? And they came out and sucked against the Dolphins. So that, that, that wasn't exactly a, a trip that made them stronger or more cohesive or anything. I think between the stupid place where they were practicing or staying or that whole thing where they said, what the hell are we doing? And then they came out and laid an egg in Miami. So if that's any precursor for this week, that's not, you know, not what you're looking for. Yeah, and it's it's not a good even though I think the Patriots just because they're they have Bill Belichick and uh you know the defensive coaching staff like they they're much better coached than the Cardinals. I think they'll win this game, but on paper this is a bad matchup for the Patriots. The the Cardinals are fast, they bring a lot of pressure. The Patriots can't block at all. They can't block anything. Uh they have they have guys who will jump passes like Buda Bakers are great safety and will, you know, read Mac Jones. If there's any weakness there, they can exploit it. And then, you know, Hopkins is back. Hollywood Brown is now back in the mix. Like there's a lot of speed on the outside plus Murray and they can run the ball a little bit. Their offensive line is in shambles. We'll have to see after this bye week if they're any healthier. They had like three or four backups playing before the bye. It, that was a train wreck. But on paper – just in terms of talent and what the Cardinals do defensively and offensively, this is a bad matchup for the Patriots. Internally, what do you think the Pats are, and where they're at this week? I, I think the, what they always do is they try to go back to basics and try to say, all right, what do we do well? What do we need to do? What do we need to do to beat you know the Cardinals this week? And and you know if they can get this one win, I I'm think talking it, more about Mac Jones calling out his coach on. The sidelines on national TV, the players and the receivers born, uh, others chirping about the scheme. You know, w- what do they do there? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I'll be interested as anybody to see, you know, is Kendrick Bourne inactive this week? I wouldn't rule that out. Um, you know, I don't think Mac, what Mac Jones, anything that he did. I mean, look, it was caught on film, but Tom Brady got caught on film yelling at people you know, yelling at Josh McDaniels on the sideline up in Buffalo to the point where yeah, when they were he had ten, to apologize. Yeah, when they were 10-2 and two or right. something, you know, and I, I just I made that up, but whatever, when they were going to Super Bowls, that's one thing. Then that's competitiveness and these things happen and it's easily dismissed. When you're teetering on having a losing season or being blown out of the playoffs or having a bad year, those things aren't so cute. I mean, all I can go on is like what I think Mac Jones spoke to the media yesterday, and he sounded, again, sort of like he was after the bye week, sort of upbeat and like, you know, we think we have a good plan and all that. Like He's faking it? Yeah, of course he is. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Craig, you going out there? Uh, I am not. Nope. I'm not wasting my trip. Okay, you know that, that BSJ travel budget? What? Uh, uh, no, I just, these night games are brutal. I mean, the turnaround preach. in terms of what I need to do with work, like – I'm I'm like a vegetable for like days afterwards. And plus, you throw in travel in that? No way. I'd rather just dive into the film the day after the game instead of spending it trying to get back from Arizona or Vegas or whatever. Okay, me too. Just dive right into the film. That's what I always say. I know. I know you do. Greg, thanks for coming by. We appreciate it. All right, see you, see you guys. Okay, see you next week. I promised a giveaway. Here it is. Oh, the gas weasel again? Here's Here comes the gas weasel. <laughs> Vaveline Instant Oil Change wants to give you the gift of travel this holiday season. So caller number 10 to the Pride Motor Group contest line will score a $100 American Express gift card to get them to their holiday events without worrying about the price of gas. Visit 98.5 The Sports Hub and click on the contest page for another chance to win. But caller number 10 to the Pride Motor Group contest line gets that gift card. The line isn't mentioned here. It's 617-931-0985. 
Okay, you can take out the question mark from that. That's what it is. 931-0985, caller 10, gets the gifty. You're all lined up there to talk football. You can stay on there. I'm just going to give you a Patriots minute. Excuse me. A Bruins minute, Celtics minute, Red Sox minute, based on a couple of games last night. Guess who crapped their pants at the sight of their own coach last night? Old coach, I mean to say. Guess who crapped their little pantalones at the sight of Bruce Cassidy? We'll just mix in a few other items with your calls uh, right after Big Jim Murray gets you updated. 90 seconds, no spot. Come one, shop all at the JCPenney Friends and Family Sale. Through Wednesday, use your 30% off coupon inside the JCP app and shine on with up to 60% off diamond solitaires and studs. Plus, get carried away with up to 70% off luggage from Samsonite, American Tourister, Skyway, and more. Anyone shops, everyone saves. We got your holiday. JCPenney. Offers valid on select items through 12-7. Offers reflect after coupon savings. Exclusions apply. See store jcp.com for details. Come one, shop all at the JCPenney Friends and Family Sale. Through Wednesday, use your 30% off coupon inside the JCP app and shine on with up to 60% off diamond solitaires and studs. Plus, get carried away with up to 70% off luggage from Samsonite, American Tourister, Skyway, and more. Anyone shops, everyone saves. We got your holiday. JCPenney. Offers valid on select items through 12-7. Offers reflect after coupon savings. Exclusions apply. See store jcp.com for details.